Eintracht Frankfurt, the Bundesliga podcast. Can everything there's no the English language about Eintracht Frankfurt, the best club in the Bundesliga, the best club in Germany, the best club in Europe, the best club in the world for that matter. But the world of the bias. I'm your host, Brian Sanders. You can follow me on Twitter at KCSGE. More importantly, follow the show. That is at HEF Pod. Follow us on Facebook for all the latest news in the English language about Eintracht and the Eintracht Frauen. That is Facebook.com slash HEF Pod. Um, to get a little perspective, uh, Eintracht has done uh, quite a few things uh, into international market, including bringing in uh, FFC Frankfurt into the fold. We have an excellent opportunity uh, to, peak t- to speak to one of the players there. She's an American planner trade with the Eintracht, uh, Brianne Haberlin. Uh, how are you doing in Germany? I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. I've been here for about six years now. I'm really enjoying it. Excellent. Excellent. So uh, just to kind of kick things off, a Florida girl, how does a Florida girl make the jump from uh, the UNC, probably the one, one of the most respected NCAA women's soccer teams, then make the jump to Germany, to Turbine Potsdam, and then to the Eintracht, uh, I should say, uh, two of the bigger teams uh, in the women's game in Germany? Yeah, so I, um, I played four years at UNC, and I won a world championship and a national championship in those four years. And I set my sights on playing in Europe and trying to play in one of the best leagues in the world, which is the Bundesliga. And um, the opportunity to play at a club in, um, in East Germany called Turbina Potsdam presented itself, and I jumped at it. So I, I literally graduated from UNC in December, and um, I was living in Potsdam in January, so I was uh, I hit the ground running. Indeed, indeed. So uh, one thing that I happen to notice is you were able to get a women's championship with the under twenty women's national team uh, in the twenty twelve. So a little after uh, the World Cup happened in Germany. Um, for you as uh, as a player who's able to get that call out to the national team. What is that kind of opportunity like uh, going from the college game and the United States to uh, <laughs> the youth international game as the, as the hounds make their own opinions? <laughs> yeah, so um, it was a massive, massive opportunity and it's probably one of my greatest playing experiences I've had. Um, I got to play, you know, in front of 25,000 fans, um, I got to play with some of the best, you know, American players of all time. And it was a, definitely an opportunity and experience I will never forget. And it kind of set the tone for the years to come, I think. Um, you know, it, it, it gave me the idea that playing professionally and kind of making soccer in my life was possible. Indeed. Um... Like, like you mentioned, uh, moving on to Potsdam, uh, one of the traditional rivals of FFC, Frankfurt, uh, now the Eintracht. Um, one thing that I have to wonder is, uh, with the women's, uh, women's domestic game in Germany that you have found, what has been one of the most challenging aspects uh, to your time in Germany? Yeah, so in regards to the game itself, Um, I think that the Bundesliga has a lot to offer and one of the strengths of the league is the competitiveness. So, you know, 
the days of playing a team and winning eight or nine zero, it's kind of, they don't exist. So what I think the strength of the Bundesliga is every game is a competition, no matter if you're playing the second to last team in the league or the first team in the league, you, you know, it's going to be a good game and it's going to be a fight for 90 minutes and not a lot of leagues or, you know, even in your college league or division, you know, there are games where, you know, all right, we're going to win by eight or nine goals today. So I can, I can take a deep breath and relax, but not in the Bundesliga. <laughs> yeah, indeed. Uh, the Eintracht has gotten off to a rather good start to the Bundesliga season. Uh, two wins uh, to, been, to begin the season, first against uh, Werder Bremen and then against SKS Essen. Now, there's been plenty of match, a uh, couple of matches so far with the Pokal also uh, on the horizon. Uh, what is some what it for you is going to be seen as success in the first season uh, under the new Monaco Eintracht Frankfurt? Yeah, I think, um, you know, I think a lot of players who this is their first season with Eintracht or they're returning FFC players. I think the goal is as a player, you can only ask for kind of the biggest stage to play on. Right. So my personal opinion is I don't play the game to play in front of a hundred fans and play in an average league and you know, all these kind of mediocre things. I want to play a champions league. I want to play in front of big crowds for big games, with big stakes and a lot of pressure. So that for me, that's what I kind of would see that this season meaning is, you know, kind of a way for us to fight for a champions league position. Indeed, especially with the uh, Champions League being expanded into more of a format that resembles the men's game. Three slots will be open for teams in the Bundesliga. Oh. The big kind of two competitive teams that the Eintracht will have to look out for are going to be, obviously, Wolfsburg and Bayern Munich, both teams who are connected, like the Eintracht, uh, with men's teams and have had successes being in the final eight of the Women's Champions League that only recently finished. You... Are you feeling, uh, Brian, that this is going to be, that this is a challenge that the team is up for and the, the, you guys are going to be able to grasp with both hands? Yeah, so I think as a player, I mean, it's, you know, you want that that pressure and that decision, right? So you want to say, all right, this season, ladies, we're going to give everything we have to fight for that third spot or that second spot or that first spot. So nobody goes into the season saying, oh, yeah, you know, we'd be happy with fifth or sixth place this year. So we go to training every day and we, you know, we choose to put ourselves under pressure and take the responsibility on of, of fighting for that third spot. So far, I tried with, uh, as I mentioned, uh, two matches in and uh, two wins. Uh, the only other teams who have been able to do that have been Bayer Leverkusen, Bayern München, and Wolfsburg. You guys are off to a pretty good start. What has been, uh, what would you say, the key, one of the key aspects uh, to the to the fast start? Yeah, I think um, I think with you know with our preseason, we had a great preseason. I don't remember exactly how long it was, but I think it was. A decent length and it gave us time to prepare and you know we had some some really awesome factors that went into that you know we we kind of we gained a few different coaches and they've been really amazing and um i think just with the whole professionalization of of um becoming eintracht frankfurt that has really helped us as a team and 
get professionally prepared to play our first game. First game being played and not at usual at the usual location at the stadium um, uh, but the bottom uh, but at the the Deutsche Bank Park as it is a uh, uh, known for commercial reasons how uh, playing in a rather bigger stadium uh, how, how was how was that uh, for the first match uh, a little a little change uh, in comparison to the normal everyday match day experience yeah definitely so you know, this is my fourth year at Frankfurt, and, um, you know, for me, it felt like an away game, right? So it's not actually our stadium. Mm-hmm. So it was it was kind of cool in that regard that you felt like a little bit of pressure, you know, all right, it's an away game, you're not as comfortable. But it also felt like a home game because, all right, this is, you know, this kind of is our stadium. We see the Eagle everywhere. We see Eintracht Frankfurt everywhere. You know, everybody here is here to support us. So that was a really cool feeling. And the pitch is perfect. I mean, it doesn't get any better than this stadium for you as a as a player do you want to be playing in the in the smaller perhaps more intimate uh feeling of stadiums or do you actually like the fact that hey you know what we can play at the vault stadium and when you know certain restrictions are lessened you know perhaps quite a bit of the uh the stadium will start filling in because the eintracht is uh, scoring so many goals that they have so far yeah I, I, um, you know, I don't really think the size of the stadium matters to me. What really matters to me is being able to um, see and hear the people that I care about that are there to watch me play. So, you know, if there's 100,000 people in the stands, but I can see my dad, that's all that matters to me. Uh, your dad kind of seems to be a major uh, role that probably in uh, your young life. Uh, have your, how many times have your folks had a chance to come out to Germany to see you play? Yeah, so I, I've been so fortunate. My uh, my dad actually retired early and moved out to Germany last year. Um, so he he spent three months with me to watch me play, and then he went home to Mama for three months, and he came back and got to watch another three months. So he's um, spent a lot of time with me in Germany, and my mom gets to come over every um, every season once or twice. So I actually have a birthday coming up that hopefully when they listen to this podcast they can. Um, <laughs> they can remember that it's my birthday coming up and I would like to see them. Emotional blackmail is not to be underestimated. <laughs> yeah. So as for you as a, a Tampa Air, Bay Area gal, gotta, gotta ask, this cold, the cold weather that's gonna be coming in, uh, you're, you're shaking your head there. And it, <laughs> You're you're able you're able to deal with the pressure. Is this something that uh, you're real, I mean, looking forward to? Because here in the United States, it's been kind of a hot one. It, as a girl from the American Southeast, do you prefer, I guess, the kind of colder climates of Germany or the kind of warmer climates of uh, back home? So you know, if I had my choice, I would wear flip flops and a tank top for the rest of my life. Um, <laughs> I I absolutely dread the winter. Um, I feel the cold in my bones and I, I actually, um, I have some serious recovery protocols that I, I like to go by and they include like hot bubble baths after a long day of training in the cold. Um, it really, really takes a toll on your body as a goalkeeper when the ground is frozen solid. So no, I would prefer to, uh, to have, you know, German summer is beautiful. It's like. It's about 85, 90 degrees right now. It's gorgeous. 
the winter is brutal. Yeah, well, but at least the, the Christmas markets are not too bad. And something <laughs> that you can share a lot of pictures on Instagram with your friends back home. And they're like, oh, wow, that looks so cool. And you're like, well, yeah, but it's freezing cold here. So, you know. Yeah, yeah. no, it's beautiful. <laughs> Christmas time in Germany is absolutely gorgeous. Indeed. Um, kind of want to wrap this uh, up. It's been really nice to be able to have a chat with you. Uh, one of the Eintracht players on the, and hopefully the this new uh, real quick start that you guys have had to the season uh, will continue. We don't have to play Wolfsburg and Munich uh, for another couple of weeks now, so we'll be able to continue to rack up the wins. We'll continue to stay probably in the top three until the big matches start kicking off. But you know what? A lot of po- folks want to know, are the Tampa Bay Buccaneers going to actually win the Super Bowl? <laughs> you know, I'm not a huge football fan, but I do love Gronk. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's just a cute guy, you know? <laughs> so they have my vote. I vote. Buccaneers <laughs> to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, well, Brian, it's been a pleasure to have you on the podcast. Uh, we wish you nothing but the best. And here's hoping that the Iron Track will lift at least one of two pieces of silverware that is on offer, whether it's the Volcano or the, the Bundesliga. Here's hoping that at the end of the season, you guys are going to be looking something high in the air, dancing around and uh, having, and uh, enjoying yourselves uh, come the uh, season's in. Uh, hopefully a season that will end on time this year, needless to say. Yeah, yeah. Thank you very much for having me. No problem at all. Thank you, Brian.